welcome to day 165 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season, Story of the Prophets. Uh, we've come to an extended section, you know, of Jeremiah that uh, you know pronounces uh, judgment and uh, some of the most uh, vivid and uh, almost uh, uh, just shattering terms. It's hard to read sometimes, you know, as he describes the consequences of a nation. Uh, on whom you know the uh, people of Judah have relied as an ally, turning against them and taking them into cap- you know captivity, and uh, of course the consequences, the very brutal consequences of war. Jeremiah has drawn you know very hard duty you know pronouncing to a very stiff-necked people you know the coming judgment of God and even calling for those people as they're experiencing judgment to receive it humbly and to uh, you know confess their own sin. And uh, you find Jeremiah as we come, you know, to this middle part of, you know, chapter 15, kind of wearing down a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hard duty, you know, has, has come to him. Uh, anyone who ever said, you know, following God in his path is going to be easy and lead to a you know, life of ease may need to contend with Jeremiah. Lens uh, with not a single convert, as far as we know, for all of his preaching. Mm. And a very hard duty, very deep persecution, and of course a broken heart that comes you know, along with it. So we see Jeremiah get to the edge when we come into uh, you know the latter half of chapter you know, 15. And he, he even complains against God, and God calls him back you know, to repentance mm. and restores him you know, to faithful ministry. I'm Paul, here with uh, David, uh, Matt, and Cindy as uh, we continue our journey through Jeremiah. And as we read, this is not you know, simply God's word for Judah, you know, as they're about to go in judgment. This is God's word you know, for us because we know that just like Judah, our feet are prone to wander and we do not even restrain them as we read you know, yesterday. Uh, so before we read, uh, let's offer this moment and ourselves to the Lord. Uh, Cindy, you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? No, Father, thank you for this time in your word. We thank you for this this man, this writer, Jeremiah, this prophet. Um, thank you for just a, a broken heart over the sins of the people that he loves, um, especially as they don't repent or they don't care um, about how they've walked away from you. And Father, may we just, uh, as we read these words, understand just how deep our sin goes and how it um, deeply affects our, our walk and our fellowship with you. So be with us now as we read your word. May your spirit teach us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We uh, pick up in verse 10. Alas, uh, my mother that you gave me birth, a man with whom the whole land strives and contends, I've neither lent nor borrowed, yet everyone curses me. The Lord said, Surely I'll deliver you for a good purpose. Surely I'll make your enemies plead with you in the times of disaster and times of distress. Can a man break iron, iron from the north or bronze? Your wealth and your treasures I will give as plunder without charge because of all your sins throughout your country. I will enslave you to your enemies in a land that you do not know, for my anger will kindle a fire that will burn against you. Lord, you understand. Remember me and care for me. Avenge me on my persecutors. You are long-suffering. Do not take me away. Think of how I suffer reproach for your sake. When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. I never sat in the company of revelers, never made merry with them. I sat alone because of your hand was on me, and you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain unending and my wound grievous and incurable? You are to me like a deceptive brook, like a spring that fails. 
Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I'll restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. I'll make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you to rescue you and save you, declares the Lord. I will save you from the hands of the wicked and deliver you from the grasp of the cruel. And, um, you know, Jeremiah, uh, like you found Elijah before him at a very low point in his, in his ministry, and he even, you know, turns to God and he says, you know, you're like a deceptive brook to me, like a dry riverbed. And I see all of this hope and promise in you and in the covenant, and yet uh, I'm doing, you know, as many, many, many godly people have said before him, I'm, I'm doing your will and walking your ways, and yet this is so hard. Mm-hmm. And, and God, you know, doesn't, you know, simply coddle him or you know, give him <laughs> therapy. He just says, you need to repent. Yeah. You know, you, you, you really need to, you know, come back to a place where you're speaking worthy and, and not worthless, you know, worthless words. And I found that so often to be even the pattern in my own life, not that I'm going through anything like Jeremiah, but right. when, we, I'm, when I'm yeah. frustrated with people or with things and I can so easily be like, well, look at what they're doing. But it often needs to be that I actually have some repentance to mm-hmm. do in that. Not yeah. just finger pointing, but heartfelt repentance and confession. No, we, you know, we often complain against the Lord or we often complain. And if we are complaining, ultimately it is against the Lord who is sovereign over our circumstances. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find ourselves complaining over such silly things compared to, you know, something, you know, that uh, Job had to experience in order to come to a full understanding of the Lord and something that Jeremiah is having to experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, persecution for us is, you know, somebody said something we didn't like. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing like, you know, what, what he experiences, but you're, you're right. Uh, we really can't control the attitudes of others. We can't control the responses of others, but we can uh, we can come to a place where we keep our heart, you know, pure before the Lord. And that's good advice. You know, almost mm-hmm. any time, you know, let's let's do uh, worthy and not worthless words, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the middle of all of this. And, and we do find ourselves, uh, when we're under pressure, uh, you know, going to the wrong kind of language, going to mm-hmm. the wrong kind of, uh, you know, thoughts, accusing others, you know, not taking responsibility, even accusing God. You know, I'm reminded, I think I've heard you teach this, Paul. You know, sometimes we ask the wrong questions, and this question is, he's asking, why is my pain unending? And instead of acknowledging, you know, who is who sees my pain and who is in control of, of the situation, so often our hearts will, you know, get in that spot of the why or the woe is me, mm. for sure, David. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, instead of the, you know, who, you know, is is in control of this and who leads me through. And, and of course, this ends in his promise. I'll make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall mm-hmm. of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I'm with you to rescue and save you, declares the Lord. And, of course, mm-hmm. very similar to the promise uh, we've been given, you know, in, in Matthew 28, I'll be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, to the very end of the age doesn't mean that to the very end of the age, it's going to always be pleasant and it's always going to go your way and life is going to work out according to your expectations. But I am with you uh, from beginning, you know, you know, from beginning to end. And, and, and you're right. That is that is, you know, the who question mm-hmm. I'm entering, you know, as David learned, going through the valley of the shadow, the deepest, darkest death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll fear no evil because you're with me. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, that's easier to say from the comfort of a, a podcast studio yeah. than it is uh, <laughs> or to someone outside. Else. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. so we live in a culture of prosperity, you know, and, and we ask mm-hmm. these questions all the time, like why do bad things happen to good mm-hmm. people, or you know, we, we wrestle with with some of that, and, and mm-hmm. so it's easy to sympathize a little bit with Jeremiah here, especially you know, in light of this week's reading where. Yeah, he looks out and he says, man, there's so many false prophets and they're all speaking false things and, you know, and people mm-hmm. believe them. And God's like, yeah, I didn't send them. You know, these are not my prophets. And yet the one true prophet that God has raised up, the people are rejecting and they're mm-hmm. not listening. And yet, you know, you have to love Jeremiah's words in 16, verse 16. It says, when your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. You know, and yet the, I, um, what words you know, came, I mean, words of judgment. I mean, he hasn't received a lot of easy words yet from the Lord. And yet mm-hmm. the the word of the Lord is his joy and his delight. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's modeling for us in, in a lot of ways what yeah. it looks like to, to enjoy God, to enjoy the presence of God, the words of God, and yet at the same time to wrestle with not under, fully understanding who the Lord is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you have to notice there's a subtle thing that's happening in the text there. Uh, that's in past tense. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating right now. This started off pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I did you know to have you speak to me and to have my heart, mm-hmm. you know, kindle with fire from you know what you've said. Uh, you know, here's present tense in verse eighteen. You're like a deceptive brook, like a spring that fails. And so he he has done what you know, David. Uh, you know, David has you know, uh, David prayed. You know. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. He has lost the joy of his salvation. He's had mm-hmm. weary, hard labor, and he's lost sight of, and as, as you said earlier, Cindy, the God who called him into the labor and who has promised to mm-hmm. sustain him through the labor. So if, you know, if, if these are past tense statements for us, you know, I used to love your word. I used yeah. to delight in your word, but now it's as if none of it's working out the way that I thought. And he's, um, he's invited then in 19, if mm-hmm. you repent, mm-hmm. I will restore you that you may serve me. And I just love that kind of pattern of, uh, yeah, you can like be serving and doing church things, but to repent and then to be restored and then to serve is such a better way to, to serve the Lord and, and to serve his people. Uh, and, and, and we need to you know, hear that second part that yeah. we are yeah. we are called not to, you know, just enjoy and bask in, you know, the glory of our relationship with God and the repentance mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. goosebumps that come from it. It's calling us back into to people that can often be difficult in order to serve the purposes of the Lord. And certainly that is our destiny is mm-hmm. to be despondent and be in despair unless we're doing it in the strength of the Lord. What a good reminder, too. Jeremiah was just a man, and he, too, had to repent and be restored. But I I also think that um, taking that to heart, he can lead these people well because he can call them also to repentance as he repents. And so it's it's a good thing that God can use. Well, I love the Lord says, you know, if you repent, I will restore you. And he keeps going, I'll make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. Mm-hmm. But then you get the, the, you know, why this is such good. For I am with you to rescue and to save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's still going to be hard, but mm-hmm. I'll be with you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a good promise. Father, thank you uh, for the beauty of your word. We thank you for hard words. We thank you for the words of mm-hmm. comfort. We thank you that the two often come hand in hand. Uh, Father, we do... Uh, confess often we are despondent and often we 
I find ourselves not only you know complaining about our circumstances, but in effect complaining about you and the sovereignty that has brought us into the circumstances. I help us not to uh, sour in our service, but to continually to draw strength from you. Uh, Father, lead us to, to a heart that is quick to repent and quick to believe the gospel. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.